Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Two Tongues Podcast. Here we are. Kyle and Chris. Yes, indeed. Speaking of Kyle and Chris, uh, that's uh, kind of going to be the theme of the episode today. A little uh, backstory about uh, Kyle and Chris. Chris and Kyle is what I have written here in my notes. But You know what I have written? What's that? <clears throat> um, it's a Chris and Kyle episode, <laughs> which in my head is, uh, if you if you watch Rick and Morty, no, I don't really. Oh, you son of a bitch. I, you know, a, a little bit. I've seen a few episodes, but... All right, so so I have to explain. Anybody listening who watches Rick and Morty probably already knows, <laughs> but uh, there's a character in Rick and Morty who's um, the dad in the family. His name is Jerry, and he's like... Uh, nobody really likes Jerry, but there's one episode where Rick, who's basically the main character, decides to take Jerry on one of his adventures, so he usually takes Morty with him, but he, he takes Rick, and that episode is... Uh, a Rick and Jerry episode. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, so that's what that's where that came got from. Got it. All right, so uh, so to Kyle's point, we do want to we do want to basically let everybody in on the friendship a little bit deeper because we figure you guys are going to be listening to us a couple times a week. You might as well know a little bit more about us, and we know basically everything about each other. But I think it's going to be funny to compare notes. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, you know, it's the memory is. Uh, you know, full of holes. You know, oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to remember things that you don't, and the other way around and as we're, well. We're probably going to remember the same things differently, which that's true. It's going to be funny to find. That is true. But I do want to say one thing. So before we jump into this, so, right. well, we already mentioned um, before in prior podcasts that Kyle and I go back to kindergarten. So we yeah. we've known each other forever. Um, and I was going through some notes because I. Uh, I actually have a lot of notes written down in my phone going back years and years. It's kind of like a diary. All right. And I and I also switched to doing like like a like recording audio because mm-hmm. it's quicker than writing it down. Sure. So, but now I have this fractured diary. Mm-hmm. Some of it's audio, some of it's written down. Um, in, in any case, the reason I point that out is because years ago I had written down a little a little note and I brought it up to you earlier and you said we should mention it and I thought. This episode might be a good one to just start with this. Yeah. Um, so this is a so this is a quote. It's just a thought that I had. It's one of those quick things that I wrote down that I didn't want to forget, and it happened shortly. A- it was like a realization that happened shortly after I had one of those mystic experiences we we were talking about. Gotcha. So well, this is I, I was one with the universe type of experience. I was trying to make sense of figure out what the heck that experience was, and one of the thoughts I had had to do with friendship. Okay. So I'm going to read you this quote from years and years ago, and it goes something like this. When you're a child, offering and accepting friendship comes easily. No requirements of trust or mutual interest. It's enough that another conscious creature desires to share their existence with you. Friendship is given freely and comes as a welcome, pleasant thing, as an honor. This is often one's first experience of love, beyond that of one's mother or parents, let's say. This feeling of love in friendship is simply one's first experience of expanding their consciousness to encompass or share in another consciousness. It feels good. This is what love is, recognizing your consciousness in another. Unquote. That's beautiful. Beautiful and cheesy and kind of sweet. And I love you, Kyle. I love you too, man. That's that that really is beautiful. That I completely agree with this, you know, even outside I just Human interaction. I feel like um, we need more of uh, we need more of people feeling that way about each other because it's a, a lot of animosity going on. 
That's right. That's right. So, yeah, man. But you know, just uh, just remember for the people listening, just remember your, your you know your your best friend, your your earliest memories of your best friend. Once you realize, hey, man, this guy, this guy's my best friend, or this 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 chick's my best friend, whatever whatever the case may be, uh, that that feeling is, you know. It's a, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling having a, having a best friend. Sure, and your mind, buddy. Yeah. Uh, for the one thing that is different about our you and I being best friends is that we've been best friends for a very long time. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people who, who our age who have been friends for as long as we have. That's true. That's true because most people have a falling out for one reason or another with the, with their like grade school friends. Sure. Because they move away or yeah, they change absolutely. schools or something. But that actually happened with, with us. Yeah, absolutely. And There's actually a couple points th- throughout our friendship where it would have been very easy for us to stop talking. Mm. And there were times where I wouldn't say we stopped talking, but, you know, it's like I lived in a different city. And, yeah. you know, we, we both, you know, I, so you know what I'm trying to no, say. Absolutely. I'm getting all tongue-tied here. You know what's funny about that whole thing about being friends for a long, long time is that you change as people over, over that time. And you think, and like there are friends like that where you you mature, you become somebody a little a little different, and you, you don't even want to be friends with that person anymore. Sure. But that so that happened. You and I changed many times over the years, yeah. and that never that never affected the friendship. That's true. And also, you and I were friends before we really before we really had our own personalities. We were sure. so young; we hadn't even developed our own shit yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, like basically. You know what? I know that there's a lot of development that goes on before, you know, before a baby can talk and think. Uh, but I mean, you, I've heard some psychologists say that before you can talk, you really can't. You know, um, you're not really thinking. There's not a lot going on there. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Um, and I feel like we we pretty much met each other pretty soon. I mean, you know, just yeah. like a couple of years after we started talking. So yeah. basically, <laughs> our entire development of that, you dude. Know, that's a good point because 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 basically what you're saying is that that development that we had once we had a once we were old enough to have a a basic grasp on language mm-hmm. we we did that developing together yeah it wasn't like we did it independently we were we were basically together yeah that a whole, lot of the time yeah um, I mean I, significant times where we weren't like hanging out on a regular basis but uh but yeah so we met each other when we were. Like four, I think we were like five, six years old, yeah, somewhere so. in that area. Um, and we were introduced, uh, you know, we went to Wyandotte Lake. You know, the other day you called it Cedar Point <laughs> yeah, when we yeah, were talking right, to Sam. Right, that was my um, That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we went to Wyandotte Lake. Uh, and basically that was the day that we met and we became friends ever since then. And one thing that I remember yeah, about us it. being kids is... To one extent, in uh, the original neighborhood that we met in, just going all over the place, not really being under the watchful eye of parents, oh, but yeah. especially over when you moved over to the other one. To we were suburbs. just all over the place, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, we like were. we went wherever we wanted um, and we were fine, you know, for the most we were part, fine. we were fine. Yeah, man. That's really funny because I, I thought about that too. Uh, we just leave the house and we would just be gone all yeah, day. All day, and we went wherever we wanted to go, and nobody asked, nobody cared. Yeah, I mean, I remember being young, like before I moved up here, being pretty young, young. and going 
like walking from your house to like Funko Land oh, yeah. and Mark <laughs> Pies like across major roads and oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, you know? And not crossing it at a crosswalk. No, either. just finding, timing it out, you yeah, know? Yeah, just timing it out. Um, and now that's like unthinkable, you know? It is. You know what it makes me think of? It's like uh, like I, I just hear stories from my dad and my uncles. You know, those those guys, um, you know, they, you know that, they're from the 70s, that, that generation. And they say things just like every generation, every older generation says to the younger generation, all those things that you hear them say about how they have it easy and they don't know, sure. they don't know what hard is. And, yep. you know, they had to walk to, walk to school uphill both ways in the snow, all that kind of thing. Yep. Um, but, uh, <coughs> but, but my, you know, what my dad would tell me is that um, he would uh, skip school and go hunting. That's and a badass thing to do. <laughs> he would skip school and go hunting, which is an old-fashioned thing to say already. He would do that. He would uh, come back, come back uh, at the end of the day, and he would throw a couple of uh, rabbits on the on the back door of one of the teachers, and that and the teacher would just mark them present. So if the guy, as long as the guys brought him some game when, while they were hunting, they were just at, at school that day. That's awesome. The point is, they they did that too, man. They they did crazy stuff. They were not held accountable. <coughs> You know, parent, parenting was uh, a very different thing back then. Yeah. Um, so I'm not blaming our parents necessarily, uh, well, you know. I actually kind of, do you know who Jonathan Haidt is? Yep. Uh, the coddling of the American mind guy? I'm kind of with him on that. I think that we should let the kids go a little bit more. Um, I mean, I know that comes with risks, but I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know. It's complicated. But I do think that like heli- that like helicopter parent thing, I don't think that's good. I don't think that. You know, what, you know what it makes me think of is I was just uh, listening to um, Jordan Peterson uh, doing an interview. JP, JP, shout out, <laughs> and uh, and he said something really interesting. Before I lose it, I'm probably probably going to lose it. Oh, he said he said that a parent's uh, a parent's job is to model the environment that their kids are going to be living in when they're adults. Okay. So the idea is they have to have some hardships and some struggles and some things in their upbringing in their young years because if a parent overprotects them and and robs them of the chance to learn and baby steps how to deal with those sorts of things that when they're adults they're not going to be able to so it's important to recreate a, a realistic the, the way life's really going to be sure. and not coddle your kids sure, so much sure sure i i think i remember hearing um jordan peterson talk about that too he was talking about some lady whose parents like made her believe that the world was just like a fairy tale, nobody was bad, and then she yes. was confronted with some like sadistic boyfriend or something who just like shattered her understanding of reality. Uh, that Jordan Peterson, he says some interesting stuff. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so back on back onto this, I don't know, like what are? Do you remember? You remember staying over? You know, having sleepovers, right? When we were little kids, having sleepovers at your house, at my house. Of, of course, but I don't want to. I don't want to skip over Wyandotte okay. Lake. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. We're not done with Wyandotte Lake. All right. All right. So, um, as far as Wyandotte Lake is concerned, I want to ask you what you remember about that memory. Okay. Be- because I do listen, have memories. I remember that that happened mm-hmm. because that's I remember that's how we met. Yeah. But when I try, when I close my eyes and try to remember, um, all that comes to mind. Is you and me, I think, in the back seat of a car, side by side, talking to each other. Yeah. What, what we talked about, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what we talked about either. I'm sure it was 
little kid shit, 90s little kid <laughs> shit. <laughs> 90s kid shit. Um, but I have some specific memories. I remember that the vehicle we were in that you're thinking about was like a Jeep. A, was it a Jeep? Or I a Bronco or yeah. something. And it had um, like the roof came off or something like that. You know, it was like a convertible yeah. SUV. Um, so I remember that. I also remember, you know, those like lazy river things they have at yeah, those places. Yeah. I remember we were in there and we saw this thing that was floating and uh, it was like a buoy necklace uh, container and we grabbed it and opened it and there was a bunch of money in it. <laughs> um, and really? Yeah, yeah. And we, I, you know, we were like going to take it and get a get a raft or something, you know. <laughs> but um, the lady, you know, the lifeguards or whatever saw us and there was the kid who lost it was like, yep, that's mine. So, <laughs> I mean, we looked like we were going to steal it and I probably was going to. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. I specifically remember that. I, I, that's that's an interesting because I don't I don't remember that. Yeah. I I don't remember a lot of details from back then, man. It's yeah. all gray and shady. I have random, you know, just random specific memories sometimes. Um, Would you say random access memories? Random access memories. Yes, I am a CPU. Um, so. I don't do you you don't remember anything else from Wine.Light? Like? because I don't either really no I mean, no that's we, about all so I got. For, if we've exhausted that memory then we've yeah, exhausted yeah. it but the important thing is after thirty years um, I remember sitting in the backseat of that truck with you getting ready to go have this fun trip at the water park that, that is an interesting thing but like, I don't I don't remember the water park Kyle I remember yeah what do you sitting, you remember sitting, sitting in the, sitting in the v- SUV yeah, yeah yeah um yeah, it's interesting that you even have that memory, though. I mean, that's an, that's old. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, the only reason the only reason you hold on to a memory like that is because it had an impact on you, and clearly it did. You were still friends today. Sure. And I and and, and this I mean this has got to probably come up at some point, but uh, you know, you and I are both fat kids, so oh yeah. So going to Wind Out Lake, go, getting in a bathing suit and going in public was not something that beyond our young years, I was apt to do. Yeah. So I had opportunities to go back to Wyandotte Lake, uh, you know, scattered throughout, you know, the my early years. And I most of the time, I didn't go. Opted out. And, and so maybe I just don't, you know, I just don't remember the place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I You know, I went to that. I went to Wyandotte Lake a few more times with my family. One time, my brother went up to the top of one of those slides, the really tall water slides, yeah. and wouldn't go down. And my dad just left him up there. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. That is pretty funny, but is yeah. that that's an example of the type of parenting that we need more of, Jonathan I think. Jonathan Haidt, just go down that slide. Fuck you, yeah, kid. You need the courage. you you got to figure it out. You Sack gotta... up, you four-year-old, however old you were. <laughs> dig, dig down deep. So some lady just grabbed him and slid down with him because uh, it was against the rules. You weren't supposed to do uh, that. So some strange lady just did it? Just grabbed that, him and took him down the slide. That could not happen My today. mom was freaking out. <laughs> And you know what that reminds me of? What? You may remember who this was. I've, I've been tr- trying to remember. There was a comedian that was talking about uh, how afraid suburban parents are that their kids are going to get stolen. Oh. And he's like, nobody wants your kids. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't. No, I nobody don't. Nobody wants your kids. I don't know that. Yeah, that's true. Um, nobody wants your kids. No, well, I think they're Epstein wants your kids. Ooh. <laughs> uh Let's not let's not go here though on that on this episode. Let's not steer into Epstein territory. Yeah, right. Let's stay out of there. We were kids at this point, so that's particularly creepy. <laughs> I, I think I think we should maybe trade off uh, trade off memories. Then um, I don't know what, that one we kind of shared. So sure, what, but why don't you why don't you give me another one? Do you remember? Because we went to the same school for a few years. Uh, do you remember walking to school together? You know what? Vaguely, only because. 
there were times when we walked and there were times when the the girl across the street's mom would drive us. Yeah. And I, as I, do you remember the the speed bumps? Yes, absolutely. All right. So tell that. So tell. I mean, that's not a great story, but tell the story. It was a fun story, anyway. Well, my mom just used to go over the speed bumps like crazy. So these that's were the... listen. These these were like long speed bumps because it was a school zone. <laughs> so they put them in on purpose so people would have to slow down. Sure. She didn't slow down. No. So we would go over those bumps and this and and. We would we would hit the ceiling, our head and shoulders are up up in the ceiling of this of this uh, car, each bump, and we thought it was the best thing in the world. Do you remember that was a Chevy Astro van? Yes. Do you remember when we were kids thinking that the Astro van was cool and being like, I want a white Astro van with silver trim? <laughs> yes. We were such little. Uh, there's a word for what we were, but uh, even that word, I feel like maybe I might get in trouble for yeah, saying. Yeah, you don't want to do that, I don't think. <laughs> well, I have to, <laughs> have to dance around that. But uh, Wiggers. I, Wiggers yeah, is the oh word. God. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. So, yes, um, uh, I do remember I do remember that. You know what I also remember is uh, playing with, like, um, Matchbox cars and whatever. Yep. And I remember thinking how cool it would be if I had a, a limousine. I wanted to own it and drive it. Like you wanted was, to drive the I wanted, I, Yeah, I thought that was a cool car. I, okay. had, I didn't even know at that time it was like a passenger vehicle. Like, okay. dude, you don't want a bus. It's like a cool bus. You don't want to, you don't want to be a bus driver. Yes, I did. I wanted to drive a limousine. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, that's a, a, a nice kid um, aspiration, be a limo driver. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like I said, I remember riding riding bikes all over what we called, do you remember the little block and the big block? Do you remember that at all? Oh my God. Now, I didn't until you bring it up. Yeah. But yes, yes. That's so, funny, man. So just so the audience knows, in, in the old neighborhood, you know, it was like a big suburban neighborhood. Um, there was a, you go around the block, you know, you, you would ride the bike around the block and your mom and dad knew about how long it took for you to get around the block so you could do that and they didn't feel like they had to watch you, you, you know, you'd be back in, you know, whatever, two minutes. So there was the little block, which was the shortest route around back to the, the you know our house, and then the big block was just a larger version of that. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. Little block, big block. Yeah. I, I thought that might ring a bell because that's like I remember calling them that all the time. Yep. Yep. Um. So my my bike got stolen. I remember that. I don't know if you because I left it out in the front yard overnight like an idiot, but. It, I brought up the sleepovers a minute ago. We yes. had sleepovers all the time. And do you remember this one time we had a conversation? This is like, there was a, a period throughout our friendship where I would say the intellectual conversation was not really going on all that much. That right. kind of came a little bit later. Yep. Um, but I do remember when we were very young in my house, uh, in there in that original neighborhood, we had a conversation about the chicken and the egg. Do you remember mm. that at all? Because that's uh, a very clear memory for okay, me. Okay, so it's so it, it it rings a bell as you say it, but if, you need to give me more because I think I'm uh, I'm I'm coming along with you. Go ahead. It's just, we we were staying the night. We were in my bedroom. We were talking about oh. for somehow you got. I think you brought it up. Um, the question about the chicken and the egg. I don't know where you heard it. Uh, but we were talking about it, and we solved it in our own, like, child way. I remember. Can I answer that then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, so you tell me if this rings a bell then. All right, so first of all, I want to say the fact that you and I, at that age, that must have been, like, it was before Young. It was before eight, because that's when I left the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, but not that I didn't sleep over afterwards, yeah, yeah. but anyway, I think it was. I think it was, too, yeah. So, so that question, what came first, the chicken or the egg, that's, like... That's like an ontological question. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a philosophical question, 
and that's the same topic that's fascinated me my entire life. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's the anyway. The answer to that's this inter- that's because you've talked about that on the podcast. How from very young age yeah. you've been interested and in that sort a, of thing. That's an interesting example to yeah. bring up. So that's right. So that's that's the conundrum. So you know you can't you can't have a chicken without first having an egg, and you can't have an egg without first having a chicken to lay it. However, however, you guys, in a chicken. There is an egg to be had. Absolutely. So inside the chicken is an egg. So the answer to that question is fucking solved in the definition of a chicken. The egg is in the chicken, right? And guess what's in that egg? A chicken. Which is fucking crazy, man. I mean, you know, like that was when we were kids and that is still, that is like, I don't know, kind of at the core of what amazes me about all of this is that it's all... I don't know, no matter how deep in or out you go, mm. it's all the same. Like, it's all... Mm. Does that, does, doesn't that remind you... I mean, obviously not when we were six years old, but doesn't it remind you now of that fractal image? Yeah, exa- absolutely. Turtles all the way down, Kyle. Yeah, man. It's weird. The, it's, I think it's crazy that, that we both remember that. That's pretty wow. cool. I didn't immediately, but as soon as you, as soon as you brought it up, man... Because it, it, you nailed the, the answer, too. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I, I have that very, very clear memory. But that was a vivid memory for you that it st- stuck with you, and yeah. it, it didn't really for me. That's interesting, man. That is interesting. All right, my turn. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you got more on that. Nope, nope. All right, so... Well, all right, guys, so I wrote down bullet points, and the bullet points were just meant for me to trigger memories so that I could talk about them, and I just want to read you this bullet point. Mama's boy, know-it-all with a high-pitched voice. <laughs> oh, man. My family's going to appreciate you saying that. <laughs> what, am I, what am I describing, Kyle? Uh, you may be describing yourself. Bingo. <laughs> so when I was, when I was little... Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 and I struggle with being a know-it-all, I guess, you know, even today. But when I was little, I always loved learning, and I had shit, something to say about everything. So I was this, I was this little kid coming over to coming over to Kyle's house, <laughs> and, you know, just inserting myself in the family, and ask, you know, talking a million miles an hour. By the way, I did talk a million miles an hour, and I had a stutter. So I, I am a know-it-all with a super high-pitched voice and a stutter who talks like a freaking church, like a church mouse and, <laughs> and doesn't stop. So he, Kyle, Kyle's mom was gracious with me and she adopted me very much like one of her kids. So she had that like maternal compassion, but, but Kyle's dad did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. He's a little bit more impatient, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was the same with your family. Your family, we kind of just took each other in. You know, we were uh, members of the family pretty much immediately. Yep. Um, but yeah, what, what was your other ma- – was that the memory? Well, I, I just wondered what you what you remember about that because like, cause your dad is so funny, man. He is such a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, but you have to know him to appreciate it because what I mean is I never really – he never really said anything to me. He never snapped at me. He was never mean to me. He never said shit to me. He, but as he, soon as I left the house, he, I know that guy was just mumbling under his breath about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean that's definitely exactly kind of how he handles things. He's not like fuck that kid or anything. Um, and – and he's a lot different now. He's a he's a little less irritable now. Uh, retirement that helps people. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, he was a little bit of a cranky bastard. <laughs> you know, I can definitely relate to that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I know that uh, 
you would you would get to the the stuttering, and my dad would uh, he definitely mentions that. That's a memory of his. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Is like he he has brought up the stuttering before. So well, he'll he, be he he'll be pleased to know I've mostly got rid of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, What's next on your list, buddy? Uh, do you remember the song Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> do you remember loving that song? <laughs> I still love that That's song. That's a great song. That's true. I remember I had a, a stereo in my room. I, um, when I was a kid, uh, I would fall asleep listening to music. Uh, I couldn't do that now if I wanted to. Um, but, yeah, just I, most of the time I listened to, like, the pop station. Um and I loved that song, Breakfast at Tiffany's. We oh, yeah. both jammed out to that song, man. It's it's funny because because you know you get introduced to music slowly, you know, like uh, once you're done listening to nursery rhymes, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a time, there's like a little gap before that when that when it's no longer cool to be singing row 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 your boat, and you're and you're starting to pick up your you know your own musical taste. And some people learn it from their parents, mm-hmm. but and my wife's like that, but but my family wasn't really like that. My uh, they weren't listening to their music, you know. Yeah. I didn't really hear their music till I was a teenager. Really? Yeah. You, I mean, I, you know, I my dad listened to more music, like in the car, especially. He'd have on the classic rock station. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Your dad always did. Yeah, yeah. And he would listen to the mainstream rock station too. He liked, you know, like Rob Zombie. He was into Rob Zombie. So my dad never he he my dad didn't continue. Yeah. So that was one thing that was unique about your dad. Yeah. Is he was always listening to that particular station. Yeah. And he, and that was true in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. He was listening <laughs> to the same station, so yep. the music was evolving. Yeah. Um, you know what I remember about my dad in music? In the early days, we had these cassettes. My mom must have got for my dad, and they were in the garage. And there was like a cassette player, like a battery-powered cassette player in the garage, like a boombox. And I remember uh, listening to um, Crimson and Clover. Okay. I, that's it. That's a good song. As far as musical influences. Yeah. But when I was like, when I was a teenager, like, I, I don't know, maybe I was like 14 or 15, uh, my dad went to Half Price Books with me. And we bought a handful of CDs. Okay. And it was like, you know, well, no, no, no. I, I, I was older than that. I was older than that even. But anyway, we bought uh, like Creedence Clearwater Revival. We oh, bought, right. you know, El- some Elton John. We, Hell we, yeah. we got some, just like a whole smattering of classical stuff. Leonard Skinner, that kind of thing. Nice. And I was all complete. That was new music to me. Oh, yeah. And we, That's and he, a treat. And he, and he didn't really like... Uh, influence what I bought so much because I bought stuff that he probably wouldn't have wouldn't have liked but he was like anything from that era he's like yeah that's good get it let's you know bring it home and listen to it nice and he and we sat at the kitchen table and listened to to music together nice that's an awesome thing to do I I completely forgot about that memory until just now nice that's kind of the that I I thought of a lot of stuff going through this memories that you know what kind of what I did is I started thinking about memories on a timeline Mm -hmm. and then I would go read through it again and that would like shake loose other things and same thing happened to me yeah man (laughs) same thing happened to me interesting yeah um so I don't I don't know where else oh you remember like the wrestling wrestling parties and stuff (laughs) like that yeah of course yeah that was like actually a little bit later that was like uh 10 11 yeah somewhere in that area yeah so I'll tell you what I remember about that because uh, you guys were always more into it than me, so like, um, you guys and your brothers had like the wrestling toys and stuff like that. Yeah, I never did at my house, and I didn't really watch it other than at your house. Yeah, but I remember that the WWF, uh, which is now of course WWE, that that was a little bit too risque for you know for your 
buttoned up conservative household. Yep. So we had to watch the PG thirteen version. WCW. WCW. Yeah. Uh, I was. I, I wanted to watch WWF so bad. <laughs> um, I, I was a little. You know, we were talking about music, and I don't know if you remember this. I don't even have this written down. This just popped into my head. Uh, do you remember? My mom was awesome. She always bought us a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Um, and she would buy us those single CDs. We would go to like Media Play and buy oh, oh, the, the, Play. the CDs that had like three songs on them yeah. or something. Uh, but she would never let us get um, parental advisory. So mm. it was all like edited. And mostly when I was a kid, I listened to like R&B, you right. know, oh, yeah. Yeah. R&B rap, whatever kind of rap I could get away with listening to. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I remember a lot of... Uh... Boys to Man and Drew Hill and Keith Sweat. I'm going to do some music episodes, man. I don't know. I'm definitely got, I've got some solo stuff planned with music. Um, But I think that we, we could do an episode talking about music too. We absolutely, that would be, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, That, that would be a good episode to have my wife on. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Uh, We need to do a movies episode. And this is a shout out to, to, to Matthew. Somebody who's probably going to come up in this episode. Matthew, I'm going to need you to come up here and do this podcast, buddy. Yeah, let's get it done. All right, so it's my, it's my turn for memory. How about this? Uh, I wanted to mention your uncle for a second. Okay, I've got him. I was going to ask you if you remember him being around. <laughs> I do. I do remember him being around. Um, it was not unusual at all for your uncle to be at your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember w- one time. Do you remember this, man? I, <clears throat> I slept over at your house one time in the early days and uh, decided I wanted to go home. I do vaguely remember that, yeah. It was Roland who walked me home. Yeah. It was Roland. He was he was there. Yeah. Another thing I remember about Roland is him standing in front of your refrigerator, eating out of a Tupperware container from the refrigerator, a hodgepodge of leftovers. Oh yeah. And, and that's my that's my bullet point, hodgepodge of leftovers. Hodgepodge of leftovers. <laughs> that's that's like Roland's uh fighting nickname. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. So 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 he's one of those guys that uh, doesn't that doesn't want to, to anything to go to waste. So he will he will eat leftovers, you know, like as a not 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 to fill his stomach like necessarily, a duty. like a duty. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, funny. I was gonna ask you. I have it in here somewhere. Do you remember Roland being around? Yeah. Um, do you remember? So you remember my house? You walked in and there was that front room. Mm-hmm. And do you remember? Josh wrestling us like yes. we were we we'd like moved the furniture around and we were like attacking he was just manhandling us because we were little kids and he was you know yep. like significantly older at that point yeah yeah so, so we're talking about my older brother and he's five years older than us so when we were kids five years is a big big, a big difference and he would just manhandle us for sure um that I, was a specific memory of I, mine I do remember that um First of all, it's weird to me because I can't imagine a scenario which would have brought my brother to your house. Like, I yeah, don't, that's I don't weird. know why he, weird. he would have been there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my brother. Um, but I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, but and, but so I used to play fight with with my brother all the time. I was obsessed with kung fu when I was a oh, kid. Oh yeah, dude, that's, I've got that right here. <laughs> all all I wanted to do was roundhouse motherfuckers. You know, Hell that's yeah. all I wanted to do. Hell yeah. I I was thinking earlier about um one one highlight. Of my childhood, one thing I always looked forward to was renting from Blockbuster or Hollywood Video sweet ass John Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal movies. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. loved that as a kid. So I still to this day love Van Damme. Van Damme's and, great, and I the cheat is so cheesy, but it's so good. And he did a he did a, a show. It might have been on Prime. Mm-hmm. It was called. Uh, 
Oh, God. And I, I'm going to leave everybody hanging. I think it was a prime show. Look it up. It's a show about Van Damme as washed up old, old uh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, what the fuck is that? JCVD? Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I heard it was pretty funny. You told me that it, it was pretty funny. It was funny. pretty funny. So so the the thing is, is he's this... He's, he's, he's a washed up old Van Damme, like he actually is. But in the show, he's also secretly this awesome, like, you know, like... Black Ops guy. Got it. And uh, so it's you just imagine this world like like not a stretch, you know, like this washed up old actor, mm-hmm. uh, but secretly behind the scenes is doing this awesome, uh, you know, Jason Bourne stuff. That's great. I right. have to check that out. Um, do you? Oh, I have I have one for you. This is a good one, man. Do you remember? Do you remember digging up? A tandem bicycle. Yes. Oh, shit, dude. We uncovered it like archaeologists. I did not have that down, but you just, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, dude. So we, I don't know how, I don't know how we. That's crazy. We found it. If there was something sticking up out of the ground, but we started digging in the backyard behind your garage. It was on the other side of the fence, it remember? Was, it was in the fucking neighbor's. But, yeah. but, but the neighbor's yard had these giant evergreens, so you couldn't see. We were back That's there crazy, in perfect, man. in perfect. You know, but the point is, it was submerged under the uh, completely underground, yeah. and we didn't know what it was. And it, and it wasn't just a bicycle, dude. It was a tandem. It was an old-fashioned tandem bicycle. That's that is crazy, man. I that was not in my list. That you just shook that out of my memory, and I do completely remember that. And I don't, I don't remember like even having shovels. I don't know what we, yeah, what we you just clawed it out of there. <laughs> <laughs> what whatever happened to that thing? Do you remember? I don't know. I have no idea. I wonder um, if your mom and dad remember that story. That's a good question. I might have to ask her. They, 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 they'd at least have to know, wonder, like, yeah, do you remember like a tandem bicycle just appearing? Yeah, my mom listens to this. So, oh, good. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I, the thing I have written down next is doing karate in the backyards. And I, I also, I, just because it's right here and I just mentioned your backyard, I remember that this is the, I've never seen this, or I've seen it maybe a couple times after, but you had a gate going from your backyard to your neighbor's backyard. Do you mm. remember that? Um, not really. I remember the fence, and I remember the the neighbor behind that you're referring to. Yeah, uh, that was a, a longtime family friend. So, it, oh yeah. So it's possible that th- there was a gate there. Yeah, for so sure. You knew way you knew more people in that neighborhood than I did. Like it yeah. was basically like you and the lady across the street who we met through. Well, my my mom lived in that neighborhood. Oh, so oh, okay. When she was really, going, yeah. She, I don't think I knew that she lived on Sibley, so she she was no on the shit. on the short on the, on the short block. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew that they were from that area. Like your dad was from just down the road a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, they did move. They did move down to the to the next suburb over, but for a while they lived in that neighborhood. Got it. <clears throat> and uh, so the neighbor on one side, um, you know, we knew, and the neighbor on the other side, we knew. In fact, my. The neighbor on the other side ended up being my grandma. My my grandpa married the lady who lived on the one side of me, so I ended up, I ended up you know having having her as a grandma, the little Irish lady. Yep. But I do I did have that karate by the way. In, yeah. and on my bullet point, it was karate in the garage. In the garage. Speaking of the garage, I, I brought this up to you once before, and that this was a thing that like shook something out of your memory. That drawing of that truck that was on the the cinder blocks in your garage. In my garage, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I mentioned that to my dad. He 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 knew all about it. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh yeah, that was the whatever." That's funny. Uh, speaking of your garage, one of my bullet points Holy. is Kevin Stingray. Oh hell yeah, man! My dad had a sweet ass Corvette. What, um, what year was it? Do you remember? Oh, I I think it was a '69. Yeah, I think it was too. Yeah, it was blue. Right, it was a good looking car. Yeah, it was, it was a like a car. light blue, like an electric light blue. And it's set in the garage, mm-hmm. and I never 
I never remember anybody ever driving it. Yeah. I rode in it a few times, not very many times. It was awesome. It was a sweet-ass car for sure. When you said the garage, I did not think you were going to go with the Corvette. I thought you were going to go with the kick bag, the punching bag, you know? That's what I meant by karate in the garage, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you remember Corey calling you Chris? Yep. <laughs> I sure do. I sure funny. do. I sure do. Uh, oh, I have one for you. You remember the movie The Last Dragon? The The Bruce Lee Bruce story? Lee yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not not the dragon, but the last dragon. This was oh. Bruce, this was Bruce Leroy. Now, I, oh yes, okay. Golden Glow the and golden shit. Glow. I have I you should have the not. Glow. I have it written right here. <laughs> the Golden Glow. Golden Glow. That is hilarious. So, man. so this is what I remember about that, and this is so funny because my daughter is doing this right now. So, so when when I was a kid and I was playing with anybody, but let's just say I'm playing with you, mm -hmm. and you and I are are you know having a good time. We're pretending to be ninjas or something. Um, and I had seen that movie, and I wanted to have the Golden Glow because that's what Bruce Leroy had. Yeah. But remember, the bad guy also had uh, Show Enough also had the glow, but his glow was red. Yeah. So then, so then it became a fight. Who who gets to have the red glow and who gets to have the Golden Glow? And I wanted the fucking Golden Glow for myself. <laughs> and I remember that, like I wanted the Golden Glow, and it was important to me. Yeah. Like in this imaginary fight we're having, I need to have the Golden Glow. And my daughter. She's doing that now, like with her, her cousins come over to play, or even with, even with her sister. She like wants she wants the good thing. She wants the Got good it, toy. Yeah. If she has to share, she's reluctant. She has to share. She's gonna give her the shitty toy, and she wants the good toy. Yeah. And I wanted the golden glow, man. Yeah, I did. That's crazy, man. I do specifically. I couldn't. I couldn't have told you that was the name of the movie, yeah. but I just remembered the golden glow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing about like watching movies as a kid. Uh, I remember I would go, I would watch a movie where there was like a badass hero or something, and I would walk out of that movie theater just like, you know, like <laughs> thinking like I was peacock. like so like I was gonna be a superhero or something, you know. It's funny how 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 stories have that power. I mean, especially when you're young and impressionable. Yeah, you know, you're a powerful story. It inspires you, and you you know, you, and that's how you felt. You know. Yeah, man, that that is interesting. I mean, we, that kind of like fits right into a lot of the stuff that we talk about with the stories and oh, the yeah. inspiration and the archetypes. Uh, yeah. You know. Hey, man, we can't get off the topic oh, of, yeah. of karate without talking about. Um, my bullet point is the windmill beatdown. <laughs> so, so there, so there was a time when Kyle beat my monkey ass, and uh, do you remember why um, on any level? I, I'd be interested to hear what you say. But I don't remember this, anything. This is my, this is what I think. My older brother used to instigate fights mm. with me all the time. So with me and my cousins, you know, he thought it was so funny. And he was the he was the guy that um, he was the guy that got me into watching um, watching kung, kung fu movies. Yeah. So I remember uh, my brother had his own room at that house, and I shared a room with my sister. And I would get to go in, and he's my older brother, so I always admired him. Yeah, I always idolized my brother. Yeah. So I got to go in his room and everything, where everything is cool, and you know, sit there. He had a TV in his room, which, which back then, you know, you know, that's a big deal. Oh yeah, you had one TV. It was a, it was a piece of furniture, and it was in the living room. You know, had a sweet ass water bed that used to be my parents. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I would get to go sit in his room with him and watch those uh, movies, and sometimes I get to. Like you stay up later than I would might normally, and it was awesome. I just remember, you know, having that having that connection and that that love. And my brother used to do things like he would take a two liter bottle of uh, empty two liter bottle of of Pepsi or whatever, mm -hmm. and he would hold it up for me, and I and I would kick it. 
you know. So I would try to practice my roundhouse and try to kick oh, this bottle. Okay. And he would do things like that. But then, me, you know, every couple of kicks, he would hit me in the head with it or whatever. So he's always keeping me on my toes. But he would always instigate fights like that. And the whole kung fu and fighting thing was big. And uh, if you a- if I ask him about it today, he he tells me that we lived in a bad neighborhood and he he wanted to. Keep it tough. He wanted to make me hard, and that was important. Sure. And he's not wrong about that. But uh, the but the but the point is, uh, what is the point? Where where was I going with this? Um, oh, I, 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 the windmill beatdown. Oh, the windmill beatdown. So so he would instigate fights. I remember punching my my cousin Ryan in his bedroom. Just just, can you imagine, man? You're talking to this impressionable little kid who idolizes you, and you with just with just your words get him worked up. This like, listen, man. I'm a kindly little pussycat of a, of a kid. He got me worked up to the point where I punched this kid in the face for no reason. In the face? In the face. Damn, man. And was just ready to ready to keep ready to fight to the death. Damn, Josh is like an expert troll back in the day before the internet. <laughs> I think that's what he did with you and I. Yeah. And Kyle turned on the windmill and I had never seen that move. That was like some Super Saiyan next level shit that oh, I was man. not capable. I didn't have the defense for it. Impenetrable. It was impenetrable. I, I hadn't perfected my sweep yet. So Lisa Simpson style. See, exactly. So I just I just marched into that windmill like fucking like like a like get like the Gettysburg like <laughs> like I was walking into musket fire, and he just and he just whooped my monkey ass with the windmill. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, I, and we never did fight after that. Yeah, that was like the one and only time I and think he's asserted dominance, and that was it. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, it's like the Hulk. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I I really wish I knew what it what like buttons he was pushing. If that's what it was, you oh, know, we'd have to ask him. Yeah. Well, if he even remembers, that's a long time ago. Um, Got another one. So, I no, I just was wondering if you remember me being, like, homeschooled and then oh. going to Christian school after that. Yes. I don't remember how long you were homeschooled, and I kind of seem to think, was it your grandma that was doing mm-hmm. it? Okay, yep. yeah, it was your grandma that was two doing it. Two years, basically. I think, I think it was two years. I think it was first and second grade. And then third grade, I went to a Christian school, one of the two Christian schools I went to. Now did that did that go down that way just because we were in the city school system and it was terrible? I got taken out because I wasn't doing well, mm. um, which is it was a trend that continued all the way through <laughs> until I graduated. Um, so they took me out, and my grandma basically taught me to read. You know, uh, so at least you know I got that. She taught me a lot of stuff. She was a good teacher. Um, I just did wasn't doing well in school. I didn't once they put me back in either. So. Yeah. Um, you know what I remember about school, about the areas where I did bad? Like, like I remember, uh, like, I was in the band, and I, yeah. and I, I couldn't read music. Yeah. And um, and I was so embarrassed that I couldn't read music that the longer I was in band... The more embarrassed the, you the were. More, and I couldn't... You couldn't have got, gotten that fact out of me to save my to save my life. You limped so, along, though. Yeah, I limped along. I, you know, I did it till I, I did it till like, the eighth grade or something. That's but, crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, hey, do you remember? I don't. I don't want to use any names here, but do you remember I, the, the girl down the street? Yes, I've got her. The I skipped past it. But I don't know why. I just didn't feel like bringing it up. But yeah, I do. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you. Um, I mean, I feel like we can use that name. I mean, it's like the it's like a super common name. But I guess we don't have yeah, to. It doesn't really. Well, matter. I don't even know her last name actually. Oh, I don't know her last name either. <laughs> but anyway, so there was a girl down the street, and she wasn't far far down. And I don't know how we ever like met her, but we did. And we would go down and, and chat her up, and she was a friend. And we, we met her when we were pretty young. But 
I was always kind of sweet on that girl. Yeah, me too. And that's what I wanted to ask you because yeah, yeah. I never really, we never really talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, basically when you're a little boy, any kind of cute girl, you're like, oh, all right, yeah, what's all right. up? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, yeah, I definitely had a little bit of a crush on her. I have this memory. One time I walked, because I would just walk down to her, you know, I would walk around the neighborhood looking for something to do. And I walked down to her house, knocked on her door, and we were in her backyard playing, like, house, you know? Ooh. And it's, it's like I was the husband, she was the wife, and she she was acting out some kind of, like, thing with her parents because she was, like, yelling at me <laughs> and, like, fighting with me. It was very weird, man. I remember being a little kid and being like, what is going on? Like, although, I mean, like, I didn't know. I, you uh, know, yeah. I, I definitely had some some parental fighting and it's not like that was so, strange but yeah i was like what is why are you why would you want to play this way this is this is a, just increasing my anxiety like crazy well you probably you probably didn't like put that together till later right that, that that was probably yeah yeah i do that was like something that popped into my memory and i was like oh that was weird yeah but it was yeah. weird enough in the moment that you were like remembered it yeah absolutely Listen, man, this is what i want, I want to ask you one thing really quickly because one of my memories that i wrote down was your mom throwing shoes at your dad? Okay. So, so what I wanted to say is, all right. So what, <laughs> what I remember, what I what I remember about your mom most of all was, um, whenever she wanted a, any of us home, oh, she yeah. just open up the door and yell, and she has a voice, your mom, yeah, a booming voice, and you hear you heard it from the basement down the street, yeah, and you go home, um, but she was also um, like in, in my house, my dad was like the boss. And uh, at your house, that was not the case. It didn't seem like it was the case. And uh, my dad's very easygoing, right? Right. So it was like a weird thing for me because it was very different. From, not that I didn't think it was weird at the time, but it was different. Yeah. And I just I remember your mom getting mad at your dad and start started to whip shoes that were there nearby at him. Yeah. And I just remember my eyes being as big as saucers, like. <laughs> I cannot believe this bitch just did that. <laughs> he, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know. And, but he didn't do it. He, he just, he just let himself get hit with shoes. He was and, chill. And she threw. And listen, man, I don't remember how many shoes it was, but it was more shoes than I thought was reasonable. <laughs> even the one, even the, that she would do it at all was weird. Yeah. But she threw many, many shoes. My dad will do this thing where he raises his hand up and just like holds it silly. He's like, "Look at how calm I am." Like basically, <laughs> you know. Um, so it. Yeah, I remember one time you were over, and my mom had a loaf of bread in a bag, and she, my dad was like, in the hallway, kind of cornered against the, not against the door. He was like, my dad's a big fucking yeah, dude, oh, you know, yeah. like he's not feeling threatened at all, you know, uh, but she's just like wailing on him with this uh, bag of wonder bread, basically. So yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good point to bring up about your dad because I just the way I just put it. Oh but, yeah, but but your dad is he's a, not getting bullied. No, he's a big dude. You yeah. know, he's he never wears sleeves. He, you know, he's got a beard and a bald head. He's, he's like a biker that doesn't have a bike. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He's a big dude. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm getting to the point here where basically you moved away, and I have an interesting story about you moving away that I don't know if I've ever told you before. Oh, I I want to hear that because I I. 
That's a good question. And when we say he moved away, he moved like the next freeway exit over. So it's not like he moved super far. But <laughs> yeah, but it, but you know, but, but that's kind. That's a, when you're a kid. When you you know, that's kind that's of a big deal. That's forever. That's like one of those points where we could have easily stopped being friends. Well, you were like my only friend at the time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you were definitely my only friend. I was like never popular throughout my entire childhood. So yeah, I, you were basically my only friend. <laughs> so let's so let's hear it. What, what's and my brothers? What's the story about you about me moving away? Um, I remember I didn't know that you moved and I like walked down to your house a few times and like tried to call you <laughs> and I'd be like, well, I don't know what the hell's going on. And I just like by chance mentioned it to my mom. I was like, yeah, I can't, I just can't get a hold of this dude. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> and she was like, he moved. Uh, and luckily she knew where you moved. So that's like how I ended up talking. Oh, she took man. me over to your house. That's, that's terrible. You know what, man? I mean, now that you mention it, I don't remember telling you. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember giving you a warning. That's like kid shit, though. You're not like yeah, thinking like, about that. No, kind that's of not. Stuff. It's not my responsibility yeah. to tell people where I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, I, I remember. I remember my mom taking me over to your house that day too, and we were like, you know, like I walked in the door, and you're like, what? You know, like so. That, I remember that specifically. Oh yeah, man. And I, then, I remember that too. Yeah. So I have a story that's all on the similar time scale. So when you when I was living in the suburbs after I left, um, I remember uh, walking, because like we were just talking about, we walked around everywhere. Yeah. I was walking along, a, you know, tussing. I was walking along basically a, 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 a busy street. And um, and then I see the, the van, and I'm right there by the, uh, like the, like the Payless shoe store. Okay. And I see the van. I don't know if you guys were going there. You might have been going there. Oh, yeah. I like flagged you down, because yeah. I recognized the car. I'm like, the this is Kyle's car, yeah, and uh, and you guys got out, and uh, you step out of the van. <laughs> this is so funny that you're bringing this up. You step out of the van like a Stetson commercial. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> you got you got. Listen, man, I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while. You got tight ass Wranglers on. You got cowboy boots. You got a fucking beautiful black cowboy hat with a silver feather on it and a belt buckle. There's the, no feather on <laughs> it. A belt buckle the size of Texas, and. Uh, and listen, man, Cowboy Kyle came out of that van, and he was a stranger to me. I never, I knew, the, I knew that <laughs> so man my whole life. Funny. That is so crazy that you brought that up because you know, I like I said, Chelsea's family came over and kind of hung out with my family for a little bit today, and that came up. That exact <laughs> it came up earlier today, so that's funny. Listen, I have to, I have to say kudos to your mom because one thing you mentioned earlier mm -hmm. is that your mom always did. Uh, put an effort in to making things fun for us kids to have yeah. to make memories for us for sure and and throwing the parties and we, I got lots of memories of, of those parties these are just silly kids parties like you know there's like there's music, mu there's music and there's like hamburgers yeah chips and fucking M&Ms on the table and we're yep. like 12 years old yeah that kind of thing um, but but she she always supported your like exploration your yeah, whims she did and, and people like a, par a parent, a good parent, will let their kids explore their identity, the the things that attracts them, and the things that that you know they're interested in, so that they can figure out what they like and what they don't like, and who they are. And um, you know, my family was poor, your family was poor, so you know there wasn't a lot of money for that kind of stuff. Sure, but your mom, she found it. She she, she found it. Yeah, and you decide. I don't know what what made you like like that shit to begin with that you wanted to d jump in. Um. 
music um, and the people that I went to church with, mm. they were all into like country music and stuff like that. And they, you know, I, I mean, I still think that kind of shit's cool. I have cowboy boots now. I don't wear them very often. Well, um, well, well, I, I still have that belt buckle. I love that yeah. thing. I don't wear it very often either because I'm fat and it digs into my gut. <laughs> but Well, uh, just to give the audience some context, the, the Stetson Kyle that I just described to you, this is the same person that just... You know, a short time before, you and me, do you remember this? Yeah. You and me were walking around our neighborhood as we were doing. This is a an inner city neighborhood, not a good, not a, not a safe place necessarily, where you and I are walking around with wife beaters on. Hell yeah. And bandanas on. Dude, we had fucking style. We had lots of styles. We had style, dude. Style. You, you know, that's one thing that I'm going to bring up is you always had a ton of style, man. Ooh. You were always about, like, <laughs> matching, you know, your your shoelaces to your uh, whatever color your eyebrows were dyed. <laughs> you you really were you were a matching fiend, man. You you did have a lot of style. Well, I got that from my brother. Yep. Um, but I did have a 10. I had, I had a, a 10 uh, in, in my drawer full of shoelaces. And uh, my my strategy was to get uh, plain shoes, like they were either at the time they were either shell toes mm-hmm. or they were Nike Cortezes, and they're just white plain shoes. And you put whatever color shoelaces you want, Boom. and you're like flossing. a new pair of shoes Instant every day. flossing, and you don't have to be rich for that. Shoelaces are cheap. Hell yeah. Uh, so that is, I remember going to places like uh, Burlington Coat Factory, um, yep. things like that. Man, we're just walking around that neighborhood, getting all over the place. Dude, I, you can't, you, I can't, I can't hear you say that without thinking of uh, Michael Scott saying, "With with two hundred dollars at Burlington Coat Factory, <laughs> you are literally a king." That is hilarious. Was it Michael Scott? I think it was. Michael I think Scott. it was Michael Scott too. That sounds familiar. Um, oh, what's up? I got a story for you. Let's hear it. Do you remember being young? Um, watching Skinamax. Oh, absolutely. And at at one point, looking up and just seeing the shadow of your dad just standing in the other room, <laughs> watching us in, watch, the hallway, in the like, hallway. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he didn't say a word. No, no. He and was, I, you know, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yep. I mean, I definitely gotten. Throughout my childhood, I got in a whole lot of trouble for sneaking the uh, the adult material. Yeah, well. So, you know. You like, when you like boobs, you like boobs. I huh? do specifically remember. I remember sneaking out and trying to watch, like, HBO and Skin Max all the time when I was a kid. And I got caught. <laughs> I got caught frequently. So Hey, you know, I, I said we were poor earlier, but I have to say, even though that was the case, yeah. you had some interesting things that I sure. didn't have at my house. Yeah, yeah. One thing you had at your house was a was a VHS rewinder. You had a rewinder. That's fucking cool, man. We never had a rewinder. We had to we had to hit hit the button and wait twenty minutes to rewind the freaking VHS tape. Kyle just fucking pressed it down and he did it for you. We didn't have a Ford Faster though. (laughs) So that's something about Kyle. You guys should know. He has always and to this day does not say fast forward. He says forward fast. So if you want to fast forward to a certain scene, Kyle forwards fast. I do forward. The rest of the world fast forwards, but Kyle. Forwards fast. I'm special. So what you had I an, say? you had an automatic rewinder. You also had glacier water. Oh yeah, the you, cooler in the had, closet. You had a cooler, like I, like like you know we used to go to like half price books and they like had a the water dispenser. Cooler. Like an like, yes, he had one in his freaking house Hell because yeah. he was too good for city water. Apparently, got it. Well, it, you got to get that fluoride out, dude. It's calcifying your third eye. <laughs> it's clogging your ability to see the truth. Oh, okay, yeah. so you got to get. That unfluorinated water. Yeah, it's shrink, right. shrinking your penis like yellow number five. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, 
Um, how about this? Do you remember Swimland? Fuck yes, I remember Swimland. <laughs> I, just, I hope I didn't just blow the mic out there, but that I didn't have that down. That's like a, a good memory. So Swimland. So Swimland was a, a city pool. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it was probably a private pool. I don't know. Dude, that's like before you moved. That's like early, early days. Early days. Yeah. Um, it doesn't exist anymore. It's a it's a concrete slab now. They they filled it in. Dude, it's crazy how shit changes. Oh yeah. But I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I I don't know what you remember about it. I remember swimming the ropes. Yeah. Because you had to swim the ropes to go to the deep end before you could go to the deep end. That it was like a deep section. That, ladies and gentlemen, the deep section is where the diving boards were. Oh. So you had to get that. You had to swim the ropes. It's funny that I didn't think about that because I was just talking about that with Chelsea. I was talking about the deep end and the diving boards. And one time, I went up to the high dive and I climbed back down instead of jumping like three separate times and I got yelled at for it. <laughs> and it was weird because I had done it before. Like, mm. I don't know why, but I was just afraid. You pushed out was it with, on the high dive. Yeah, high dive. You know what I remember about the high dive? Is it is that when I jumped off of it, I got that feeling in my stomach mm. that, that, you know, like you... Like you went up a hill too fast in the car kind of feeling? Sure. I just had a memory that just popped into my head of you at Swimland off of the low dive, back flopping or oh, belly flopping oh, yeah. so hard that you got out and you were like crying. Oh, yeah. I was done. Yeah. Yeah, I was done. You're right. So uh, another thing that I have down, and this is going back to after you've moved away, is I remember you had that you had more friends in that neighborhood because your parents were from that area. Yep. Um I didn't have a whole lot of friends in that area, so but I remember when we moved over to your other neighborhood that you lived in, yep. there were tons of kids. Tons like, of kids. Yeah, so that was that was cool because like I said, I was not popular uh in, in school. Like people yeah. just didn't like me for some reason. And um it was cool. when I was hanging out with you, I was just like, you know, One it was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I never knew you thought about it that way. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, back then I don't know that I did 100% consciously think of it is, but I, you know, I always loved hanging out with you and like, I always, you know, I considered you my best friend and all of like the friends that I met through you, that, that was like my yeah. group, you know? Yeah. So it's so funny. Cause, uh, on, uh, cause I had wrote that down, you know, I've been using these bullet points and one of the things that I wrote down, it's, I don't think it's on this page, but it's like, uh, oh, tripod experiments. Okay. So the, so for the audience, the tripod is a reference for, from a movie that, that Kyle and I and our buddy Matt uh, grew up loving when we were, we were younger. Uh, and so the three legs of the tripod is the, the, the girl next door, or the, girl, the new girl, the girl next yes, door? Yes, yeah. What, what, girl the, next the, door. The girl next door, yep. So anyway, the, so experiments with the tripod is, in my mind, was all of the third friend all of my buddies that swapped out with 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 uh, the two of us over the years. So if you remember, it was uh, it was Josh, it was Brian, it was Brandon. Yeah. There was always another guy coming in. Yep. In, until Matt. I've got all of their names written down here. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. Brian, Josh, Brandon, right in a row. That in that order. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then as soon as Matt plugged into the to the to the uh, third third leg of the tripod, that that was the fit, man. Yeah. That was the right fit. Yep. That that it was interesting how that happened too. Um, you know, Matt's a good guy. I, I, I really hope we get him on. I want to talk about movies, man. And I actually have one movie that I remember renting and watching at your house I, in that I'm, neighborhood. What? I might have that movie what written movie? down. Is it a horror movie? No, it's okay, not a horror go, movie. All right, go ahead. It's Fight Club for me. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. we I, watched I'm going, Fight I'm going Club. Back to, uh, in my farther. Head, I'm going back farther. Yeah, okay, got yeah. it. 
I'm thinking of a leprechaun. Oh, fu- I was talking about leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day, man. That movie scared me when I was a kid. It, it's ter- oh yeah, it's, ter- it's terrifying. If, I mean, the the leprechaun was scary uh, yeah. for sure. Wait, for me, it was way scarier than the the other horrors at the time. Sure. The, when leprechaun came out, we're already old, like Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street and Child's yeah. Play and all that stuff. But Jennifer Aniston was in that pre nose job. And pre nose job. Pre nose job. Oh. She's still a beautiful girl. Yeah. But Jennifer Aniston was in that. All right. Um, and I'm pretty sure that the leprechaun is uh, is uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Yes, indeed. Willow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of the bankers from Harry Potter. Um, listen, I only have a few more on here for the young years, and I, we're, we're starting to move away from that. So I want to ask you: Do you remember? Um, I've got quite a bit. Oh, more. you do? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, though. Do Do you remember? Um, well, so so when I would sleep over at your house, and you and I would just not go to sleep, we would just oh, talk all I've night long, and your mom here. would get super pissed. Yep. But I remember looking out that window at the, at the neighbor's house that we could see across. You could see a couple of different neighbors' houses, yeah. and one of those neighbors was one that we we didn't know. It, you know, maybe you knew them, but it was like they weren't around. We didn't know them like we did some of the other neighbors. Sure. And so we we invented murderous stories. To oh, attribute I remember to this. doing that with a few people in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah, like he's like taking out the trash at 10, 10, 11 p.m. We're like, oh, there's dead bodies in the garbage for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's like Home Alone. Remember, there's a. Oh, that's yeah. like a common thing with kids. I think yeah, you know. Kids must do that. Um. But I do remember that. I remember there was one guy who drove around who we called the Night Rider. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's dark, man. Yeah. I also remember there was a mentally handicapped guy who used to like walk around oh. a lot. One time he knocked on this art, you know, there was the lady who we met through and she lived across the street kind of diagonally. And then there was a person who lived directly across the street. And it was no. this old couple uh, named Jack and his wife, whose name I can't remember. Um, and that mentally handicapped capped guy knocked on the door and showed his wife a playboy it was just like yeah. <laughs> oh just, here you go yeah so oh, boy, i specifically story. remember that interesting yeah uh so you 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 don't really have anything else from that that uh, era let me look because i know we're, we're right up at an hour so let me just look to see if i have any good ones here um dude we have so many of the same ones that that's really interesting that we do yeah um the only other thing that's on this part of the list i might have had some stuff in here about like um like some birthday parties and shit that you had, but, um, but the thing I had, the note I had about going to church with you, because so like, with yeah, it, like my, in, in my, here. in my family, we did, uh, like we did Sunday school when we were really young yeah. and then we just never went to church ever again. Yeah. But when hanging out with you, you guys were going every Sunday. So I'd go to church like, you know, like a lot for a while. Yeah. And what I remember, and, and that's, that's like, um, more than one church even that, that, uh, that I'm talking about. Yeah. But what I remember about that was hot. Nicole. <laughs> I've got that. I've got her name in here. Oh, okay. She All was right. like uh, one of the first big crushes I ever had. She was a really pretty girl, man. Yeah. That, that she was also the first uh, feeling of... I'm not interested at all. <laughs> so, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a, well, an early lesson. Yeah, you know what? That's 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 a good that's a good story, man, because she uh just I mean, she obviously she was young and and I'm hoping obviously she transformed and blossomed and became a better person, but that was one of those one of those experiences early on of a really pretty girl mm-hmm. that was just vapid and uh mean and there was there was nothing else going on and she Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I don't really remember her being that mean, honestly, but I just remember she was not interested in me. Like, she was interested in other dudes who were cooler than I was. <laughs> maybe that's what I meant by mean. Yeah, right? maybe. Well, that's kind of how you perceive it at that I age. I guess that's true. Uh, I, do, I have this one memory that I want to ask you about. I, one time we were at your house and we were 
like on some kind of a, a like an acetic an ascetic monk kick. We're like walking around the house at two in the morning cleaning and like bowing to the Jesus picture that you guys had at the dining room. And then we went to the garage and we got the, we were trying to get the ladder out of the garage oh. so we could climb up on the roof to oh. like watch the sunrise or something. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. And we set off Josh's car alarm and Josh comes <laughs> barreling in like he's, you know, because I think he'd had a car stolen, you know? Yes. Um, so we, you know, freak Josh out and then we climb up on the roof to watch the sunrise. We're like, you know, Eleven, twelve. Yeah, yeah. You know what I? You know what I remember about that? I do. I didn't remember that. I didn't have it written down. But when, yeah. you, but when you bring it up, it comes back to me. Uh, but I do remember. Like I don't think we slept that night, and we decided, uh, like a great idea of like a twelve-year-old kid, that we, we we're gonna watch the sunrise because we're awake, right? We're gonna, you yeah. know, we're gonna see this glorious event that we've been sleeping through the, the most of our lives. Yeah. And uh, we did go into the garage and pull that ladder over top of Josh's car and he had a car that he put a bunch of money into and was his baby and he had a little arm it was a sweet it, car and we just bumped it we just barely bumped it it was like root it <laughs> and the alarm starts going off and my brother and my brother's a big dude yep. he comes he comes right in there ready to smash faces off and here he's just his, his younger brother, his youngest younger brother, and his friend just sheep eyed with holding the ladder for no fucking reason in the middle. Try to the go night. watch the sunrise <laughs> on the roof of the house. But this is the best part: we couldn't see the sunrise. We yeah, it was like trees or something. Just, just, there was no seeing the sunrise from where we were, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, one so I, I actually have other things in here, but none of them are really that interesting. But one thing I do think is interesting is uh, Kim and Kathy. Oh yeah. Um. Kim and Kathy were twins that we dated and uh, they, you know, that was like an important thing, you know, like, oh, like it was a first girlfriend. Um, you know, they were really sweet girls. Oh yeah. Um, so we used to go to, you mentioned going to church. We used to go to church with them all the time. Like every Sunday we would go to church with them. They would come to church with us. Um, and uh, they ended up passing away. And that was like one of the first times that was like a first brush with death for me, you know, like people going before it was their time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're a hundred percent right. All that's right. Um, I, I, <laughs> I got a text message from Brian, uh, who's a name we mentioned already once before. He was all, he was one of, he was one of the friends that moved in and out of the tripod. Um, a, a very good friend of mine who I dearly love and will always consider, Great a, dude. A, will always consider a dear friend, but we don't see each other. We don't talk much and it's been a long time. You know, yeah. it's one of those, and he's a guy I didn't think would fade out, but, uh, but you know, here we are. Um, but, uh, he texted me the other day, like out of nowhere. And I think it might've been like he had, he had, a, he tied a couple on and he sent me a message when he was feeling emotional and he just brought that up. He said, do you remember the morning when your sister came in to the bedroom? Because he and I were just passed out asleep. She came into the bedroom and she she just started wailing, and you know, and he woke up. Obviously, we both woke up right away and knew something terrible had happened. And that's that's uh, that's when we found out about that. So it was a terrible car accident. Sixteen years old, two beautiful. When girls passed away, yeah, um, and uh, I still, when I think about that, I still don't. It doesn't feel real still, yeah. Because the way I coped with that when I was when I was at that age, and we went to the hospital, we saw, we saw them in in, in that condition. It was as real as it could possibly be. You know, it was a terrible thing to see at that age. That the way I coped with that was to somehow pretend that it didn't happen. Really, and and when I think about it now. 
it doesn't feel real. Like yeah. like I never like I never coped with it. Okay. So that's interesting. I didn't know you felt that way. I mean, I, I never. I I don't. It's not something I think about. So yeah. Well, you brought it up, and I you forced me to think about it, and that's what the first thing that comes to my mind. So you never like, really dealt with it. It's, no, just that it still feels like it did. Like it. Like, like it just, didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I did not know you felt that way. Um. I remember I got a call from your mom. I was sitting in uh, my aunt's basement. Uh, and I was playing video games, and I got a call from your mom, and she told me, and I remember not having much of a reaction at first, just being like, because when she called me, they were still alive, but they knew that they weren't going to make it. Right, right. So I was just just did not know how to process it then, and I eventually, I remember that night I was sitting uh, up in my cousin's room. We were, I think we were like dog-sitting for them while they were on vacation or something. And, um, you know, I have my entire life kind of veered more towards anger to solve things, uh, to, to like cope with things. And I just remember being very angry, man. And, uh, that kind of being, um, you know, I've, we've talked a lot about religion and I've done a solo episode about my stuff with religion. And that was, that kind of made me angry at God, Mm -hmm. you know, like my concept of God back then, I was just like, fuck you. You know, It's, it's funny. It's funny when you put it that way, because I never thought about the timing of when you started because you were going to church. That was your life. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of became like, like pretty polar, polarly like opposed to eventually. Yeah. And, And that, that's probably pretty close to the turning point of that. Um, I think the real turning point came later and the real turning point was more of uh, an intellectual turning point than a like an emotional turning point. Yeah. Um, it was like combing through things and being like this, like, like I talked about in that Kyle spiritual reconstruction episode. I just, I had been raised to believe all of that stuff literally, literally. And I discovered that there's no way that that can be true. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff in there that there's no way that that happened that way. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and, but yeah, that also, you know, you hear people talk about, well, how does God behave that way? That was a big thing for me for a long time. Like, how does God let these things happen? Mm. So I was just like, he can't be, if he is, fuck him. Yeah. I mean, we've all, we've all, we've all been there. At yeah. One point. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to introduce um, Kim and Kathy in a different way. Oh, um, okay. No, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine because it's a it's a you know I'll, like when you said to me like let's think about memories and let's compare notes on the podcast. Yeah, that was the first memory that popped in my head. Yeah, it was pretty early for me too. I mean, it was Wyandotte Lake, and then it was Kim and Kathy. Yeah, um, something like that. Uh, but you know what I wanted to mention about that? Do you remember? Um, do you remember her uncle? Um, their, their uncle rather. <laughs> put, I know what you're going to put, say. Putting those, putting those mod chips in our PlayStation. Hell yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got. So I, I don't remember back in the day, man. This was again. This was the PS1 first generation PlayStation, and there was a a modification. And at the time, they just called it a mod or a, or a mod chip. Mm-hmm. So there was a modification that you could put in, and it was just I guess it was a chip, and you just solder it into the machine, and that would kind of bypass whatever prevented the PlayStation from playing a game that was illegally burned. And so we had a we had a source where we could get like five dollar games, and that that same family was the was the hookup. I barely remember any of the games. The only one I really remember was that Mega Man game. Uh, oh, Mega Man, Legends. it was like an RPG. Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah, that was so, a good one. Yeah, if anybody's into that, Mega Man Legends. Yeah. Um, so how did you want to bring Kim and Kathy up? Like, what was your? Oh, I wanted to talk about um, Uncle Matt and the mod chip, and and then, oh, okay, and then that lead, was and then lead into lead into that. Um, but it's fine. It's you know, it's fine. Um, 
I do want to throw in a couple of lighter things because I think we should probably. Ra- I mean, we could literally go for another two or three hours with. Oh the, yeah, with the we, I think we should do. I mean, we're kind of leaving off right now. Like basically, when I moved to Col- or to up here to Cleveland, yes, for the first and there's time. There's a lot of so good stuff there. I think we should. I think we could do another episode of this. I think there was. I, I was happy with the way this turned out. I was yeah. kind of worried. Like, is it going to be boring us just talking about? Yeah. Well, you know what? What what I was worried about is that. All the stuff's inside jokes to us. Yeah. So, like, does the, you know how much of this we have to explain, and the yeah. audi- audience is going to think it's funny. But, but a couple things though, because I think you're right. This is a good place uh, transition where we could do another one of these and still have plenty of time. Sure. Um, but there's a couple things that I want I want to mention. Um, the first one is, um, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? Okay, so you're my best friend, man. Yeah. And so if anything happens, like a first, if anything of if anything happens in my life that's significant, you're the first to know about it. Yep. So the first time I, the first time I, when I lost my virginity, I called you right away, like, like right away. Yeah. Like, dude, dude, <laughs> you're not gonna believe this. I specifically remember that. Um, so I wanted to mention that. So the other thing I wanted to mention was, do you remember going? So there was a movie theater that was built at the end of the street, right where I used to live. After a while, oh, so yeah. it was like we could walk to the theater. It was a regal, I think. After after a while, yeah. And there was a time where we went we went there, and there was a, a girl and her sister from school yep. uh, that we met, just randomly bumped into, and uh, so here I so so we ended up go, going to the same movie together, and I'm sitting next to the girl from my class, who by the way is very pretty, <laughs> and, uh, and Kyle sitting next to her sister, who's um, I don't know how to delicately put it. She's a portly lady, <laughs> and Kyle, and Kyle was of of not uh, no particular interest. And I proceeded to get an HJ in the uh, in the movie theater, <laughs> right, there, right there by my buddy, yeah. uh, who who is not in a position to uh, enjoy that sort of a situation himself. An awkwardly miserable situation for you. I was happy you for in. you. I was happy for you. I really was. Um, that is one thing. Like you, you're talking about getting an HJ in the back of the movie theater. I mean, what are you? You like 14, 15, maybe sixteen? Yeah. And I do you remember? the parties that we would have I mean it's not like we were banging people or anything yeah. but like we were like slow dancing and playing spin the bottle I mean it's we just like playing, typical yeah. kid shit yeah, yeah. but you know I feel like it was fun man you know it was a lot of fun it was fun back in the day yeah that was a good time that was uh that was definitely uh it was a lot of fun uh you know the the parties with Kim and Kathy and all those people yep that was another I thing rem- my mom was kicking ass she was doing a lot of nice she was. stuff she she facilitated my first tongue kiss with a girl <laughs> I was very very shout out to Melissa for that thank you so much that's hilarious all, all right man. well you know well good enough so good to know we've got we've got future material so we'll yeah we'll do we'll do part two at some point you know maybe in a week or two and um, in the meantime I'm really uh, grateful you guys hung in there and got to know us a little bit better. Uh, this is the real insides, deep stuff on the uh, the friendship. So yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. Was it interesting? Should we do another one, or should we should we continue uh, with other things? Or don't tell us anything and we'll do whatever we want. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys, <laughs> thank you. Talk to you later. Later.